there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards. Like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Always follow the, follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Here we go. Welcome in live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino Fun Show lined up over the next three hours. Pat Forty, Sports Illustrated, does a great job uh, covering college football on the show coming up. In about 30 minutes, also Ross Tucker on the NFL on the show today. And pizzeria bets. And uh, not right. only bets that we're making, some pizza money bets, but uh, we're going to kick around a lot of the feedback that we got from you in the last 24 hours. FTM at vcin.com is the email. We're on X at vcin live at Mitch Moss Radio. Uh, Paulie Howard will run down a lot of those bets that you guys threw at us, whether or not you think uh, and we think they're willing to make. Are we going to get any drama in the uh, postseason until the World Series now? Is this it? Phillies are just too good. Uh, Diamondbacks met their match. The fun story with Arizona is dead. Both teams are up 2 nothing here. Phillies have to go on the yeah. road. Rangers are at home. Right. But it appears as if this National League series is uh, not close. Yeah. Uh, shame on the Brewers. You could say the same thing about the Dodgers, but an 84-win team, and they are getting exposed. And I can't believe Kelly's, oh, you think it's going to be loud? I don't know. Maybe like the World Baseball Classic, I think it's going to be louder. And then... It, that's a good prop. Will they lose a home playoff game? This is such a home field advantage and such a madhouse for the Phillies. And uh, I'll tell you this, they've seen enough here at Circa. The next three games are scheduled to be in Arizona, yet the Phillies are a $9 favorite. And they're even money to win the World Series. Texas is up 2 nothing with the next three at home. They're $4 series price. So they've certainly seen enough here at Circa, and I think the NLCS is over. I mean, good luck, Fott, coming up in Game 3, how these guys are just dialed in and hitting home runs every game. And we'll find out tonight in the American League because this is this is the season on the line for the Astros here with uh, with Javier going. Sure, so it, sure. it'll be a fantastic World Series, I would think, if that's the matchup. you got a team that hasn't lost on the road against a team that hasn't lost at home. Either way, I think. Phillies against either one of these teams. Yeah. I think Phillies Rangers at this point probably would be a little bit better. Depends on like what we're going to get from Max Scherzer tonight. I'm not expecting a lot from this guy. But overall, I mean, this is actually, it's a little unfair for Arizona. I, I don't feel sorry for them by any stretch. But you have this 84-win team. And again, they had a nice season. They were very good for the first three months. It got away from them after that, but they recovered, made the playoffs, and here they are. I mean, sweeping their way to the NLCS. And these games are, I mean, look at what they're up against, right? Game one, Zach Gallen, who was the MVP or the Cy Young frontrunner for a long time in the National League, just blasted home run after home run in his start. Last night, Trey Turner immediately to begin the game, pretty yep. much. Yep. Here you go. And they just, now it was, it was 2 nothing for a long time, but then... Once the bullpen got involved, it's that lineup for the Phillies. It's, where, where's it going to come from? Is it coming from the first guy, Schwarber? Well, he had two last night. Well, down at the very you know bottom of the order was a guy named Nick Castellanos who had five, five home runs in the last three games going into that game last night. Yeah. So it's just like uh, any Dialed which way but loose, they can get it. 46 runs last eight games. 
15 home runs last four, six off the first pitch. And they're on a 70 and 42 run. You know, since you put Schwarber in the lineup spot and then the Turner getting his act together, it, it's just in getting healthy. They've been a freight train. And then the one question mark I had was also the pitching outside of Wheeler. But Nola's going to make a ton of money here as he bet on himself uh, before the season, saying, all right, no, we're good then. No extension. We can't get the deal done. Nola continues to be lights out. Suarez has been great. He's the guy who beat Atlanta in game one. Mm. And I'm sure there are plenty of people, I'll raise my hand, that kicking myself, uh, kicking themselves for not having larger future tickets on this team, although they were 25 and 31 on June 2nd. But I certainly forgot how big that home field advantage is, and they went to the World Series last year. But they weren't playing good ball. But then, you know, you figured, though, July they were making the playoffs, but it was going to be as a wild card because they weren't catching Atlanta. Is that the most consistently loud home field edge in American sports right now? Over any place in college football, over any hockey arena, certainly over any NFL venue, they go, they're, they're whipping it up and hooting and hollering for four hours straight, the way it seems. Mm-hmm. There's, I mean, they're trying to set decibel, you know, barriers. Yeah. Records, the way it seems. Can't be fun for the uh, visitors. No, I, well, I, one, I, one manager said it's four hours of hell. That's what it feels like, yeah. right? I mean, if, yeah. if you're putting yourself in the opposing team's shoes yeah. for a minute, just watching on TV, what's it like to be there in person? And then, like you said, Merrill Kelly, to, to poke the bear like he did. Why would you do that? Why? Knock it off. That was completely unnecessary. Yeah. And everybody in Philadelphia recognized it like, oh, really? This is what you're going to say? Okay, have fun with us. Uh-huh. He was good. He was fine. But Nola was so good again last night. And when you, that's what I'm talking about, Paulie, how unfair this is now. That lineup, and then you have Wheeler and Nola going back to back. That's well, as good as it gets right there. I mean, you just threw Gallon and Kelly, and he didn't stand a chance. Yeah. So now you're throwing the back end of the rotation and a, and a rookie tomorrow who had an ERA of six. So and, and was touched up early by the Brewers in his first postseason start. So it doesn't look good. And uh, they should be able to sweep them. And uh, an incredible run here and uh, be a phenomenal World Series. You're right. But just there's too, there's too many potent lineups. Oh, too many potent bats in that lineup. Oh. And so many guys that are locked in and dialed in right now at the right time. Well, even Harper, Oppo in the bottom of the third inning, right? I thought he got it. So did I. I th- so did he. So yep. did the crowd, I think. And, I mean, that thing almost went out. So, like, that's... H- how do you possibly never get your way around that lineup? Schwarber with two more bombs last night. The home run he hit against Gallon in game one. The, the one last night, right away in the game. Like, how did, how did that go out? There's just so much power in the way, the angle on how that actually left the park. It's like, wait, yeah. what? That that left and they showed the replay. Even the broadcasters were like, I don't know. That's just the, the crazy power that he has behind the bat. Well, I love their approach. I think the hitting coach deserves a lot of credit, too. I mean, to hit, what, six of these are off the first pitch right. now? And 15 bombs going back the last four games? I think, okay, so uh, last stand for you tonight. I think the one thing that helps you, actually, is, is going on the road here and with Texas. You are 53-30 and 30 on the road this year. In early September, the Astros went to Texas and swept them and scored 13, 14, and 12. I mean, they scored yeah. so many runs and buried them in that series. So seven straight trips to the ALCS season on the line. When, and who's better than Javier the last three times out in the playoffs? So Scherzer hasn't started in a month. So this is, this is it for the Astros. Last call. So Scherzer made two starts against the Astros on the year. One of them with the Mets that was back in uh, mid-June. He was very good. He went eight innings, four hits, one earned run, had eight, eight strikeouts. That was the good. Here was the bad. In September, on the 6th, this is before he was injured. Three innings, eight hits, seven earned, three home runs allowed, four strikeouts. And he made one more start that lasted five innings before that was it. They shut him down for the regular season and until tonight. Well, is he going to be closer to that guy or the guy that we had in June? I mean, he's just, it's the first start that he's making in more than a month now, and the injury rep- uh, problems were still lingering. So, I mean, I, he's a, we've called him a bulldog for five years on this show. We love the guy's competitiveness, but maybe he just doesn't have it. I would, don't you think they're going to take it easy with him? Take the recorded outs under? Seems Sorry. like, yeah. Yeah, I would think they to, would to go against yes. him tonight in many, uh-huh. many ways. Yeah. yeah. Another thing, I guess it's easy to handicap with the Phillies, but. Who's going to hit more home runs tonight? When I when I out homer my opponent, I'm 17 and two in the playoffs. 
That's another one. So, yeah. you know, who gets touched up by the long ball here? I mean, that, that's been I would wild. actually lean Astros in that one. Would you? Okay. Yeah, with, with Scherzer, yeah. Scherzer in the way that Alvarez is in right now. And I, I would trust some of these other guys on the road to actually step up tonight because it's been Alvarez and nobody else, basically, offensively for Houston so far, right? And in the National Football League, much more on this game tomorrow. But uh, news regarding this Jacksonville game on the road against the Saints, of course, opened up Pickham, was bet to three uh, earlier in the week in favor of the Saints. I think there was some speculation out there that Lawrence was going to miss the game. And then again, the back and forth yesterday, Paulie, about, well, is Lawrence, is it possible that he could actually go? What about Beathard getting all the snaps? I think he's saying all the right things. Lawrence told the media yesterday afternoon, quote, I'm going to do everything I can to be out there. I feel a lot better today than I would have thought. So I like how I'm progressing and I'm going to do everything I can to be out there on Thursday. It's progressed really well through the last 24, 48 hours. So really, uh, I like where it's at. End of quote from Trevor Lawrence. Yep. Uh, It takes a lot of pride being out there and not missing games. And I would take a compromised Lawrence over 100% Beathard. So... If he's good to go, put him out there and see if he can get a, a big win on the road here. And that would be a, a hell of a job. If they can go 4-0 here to, go, to, to win two games in London, oh, yeah. come back without a bye, steamroll the Colts, and then on a short week go on the road and win again, it would be enormous. I mean, at that point, they got to be a big-sized, a good-sized favorite to make the playoffs and certainly win the division. We'll see what happens with Houston uh, coming up as well. And uh, they also go to Carolina, c- catch Carolina's next game off the bye too. But that's, right. it's, uh, if he's compromised, uh, I'm still good with him over Beathard, and I hope he plays. Do you trust a compromised Trevor Lawrence over Derek Carr? Oh, boy. And by the way, I'll throw this in with an injury or multiple injuries to the Jacksonville defense. Yeah, yeah. Well, Carr, he, that guy loves to talk. Well, we're all ticked off what happened, and we had good conversations. Yeah, and what has he, do? what is he right. ever done about it? Right. I mean, I mean it's okay. I mean, you threw for 350 yards and scored 13 points. I mean, the red zone issues, and you have the weapons, and it just empty calories, checking it down. Sure. So I, I just, yeah, I, I would, I, I the Saints are going to have their hands full moving the ball. I mean, that's who they are. We've seen it. We have all these games yeah. to go on now so De- far. Derek Carr is the NBA player who uh, wants to get into a fight, but then he pulls like three of his teammates in front of him to say, don't let me get at you. You better hold me back. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's exactly what he is. Oh, how, how many times was he mad with the Raiders? Okay, well, great. Go out there and do something on Sunday. Oh, here's 211 yards and three more INTs. Good job, pal. Way to go. And he always had weapons with the Raiders, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, so. Um, but, so if that, if, if Lawrence definitely goes tomorrow, does it drift back towards pick? Mm. Saints better on the road, by the way, That's going right. back now. They have been awesome on the road. That's right. Uh, compared to what they have done at the Superdome. Uh, over the years. But you're right, if they could navigate this going to London back-to-back weeks, traveling back to the States with no bye week and somehow pull off a fourth straight win, good sign moving forward. Uh, Win some, lose some is up next. It's a total long shot, but if he somehow comes back to play, the comeback player of the year is suddenly thrown into a different dimension. Details on that next here on VEASAN. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, then look no further than the Marketing School podcast hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast in the United States and number 15 on business in the United States. And it has amazing guests such as Alex Hormozzi, Layla Hormozzi, Cody Sanchez. We pull in these amazing interviews with other people that are not only great marketers, but actual operators. And the icing on the cake is Neil and myself were also operators as well. So we share learnings 
from the trenches. We share secrets that we otherwise wouldn't be sharing with other people. And we also share other advantages that will help you get ahead of your competition. So all you have to do is listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season remind us to embrace change and fearlessly look toward the future. Like Andrew Jarecki, award-winning filmmaker and creator of Movie Phone. The studios didn't really control the theaters. The theaters didn't control the studios. And I thought, well, there's a window in here where I could make things easier for the consumer and also make something that would be very useful for the industry. Or Kellen Kenny, Chief Marketing and Growth Officer at AT&T, who installed fiber in customers' houses rather than leading from afar. It is so crucial that you spend time with the customers. That is the best lesson. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. Home run derby again in Philadelphia. Schwarber was plus 310 to hit one. He was 25 to one to hit two. And Turner goes deep in the first inning, plus 450. Phillies to win the first inning, plus 310 in the three-way. And the Yurfi cashes. Off the bat there, Jacksonville State Moneyline plus 260. Should have been stronger on that with the look-ahead spot because next week, Liberty plays Western Kentucky and that'll that'll decide the conference. Liberty won but didn't cover and Western Kentucky flat out got beat. But uh, Rich Rod doing a good job. They're 6-2 and two now. I'd say. Yeah, nice win. Keep an eye on the Carolina Hurricanes. Four games, four overs. The scores so far in Hurricanes games, 5-3, Wow. Mercy. What's going on there? Lose some, as I mentioned, Liberty from 14 up to 16 uh, against Middle Tennessee, and they want a shootout, 42-35. to 35. Uh, Subscribe, be part of the team, vcin.com, our radio and podcast friends. You always want to see these tweets and videos. Volume up on this one. We're a little confusion here about open. the sliding Come door. Where the <laughs> the door is opened. The door's open Come for here. the dog, and he thinks a little help here. <laughs> Bear, the door is open. So he never saw the human. No, open the door, it, and then she pretends now to pretends open it. And now he's coming, like, oh, okay, there we go. go. Now I can come in. <laughs> We've seen this before. This is great. There's nothing there. There's nothing there. Come on in any time, buddy. Does, he doesn't trust because, it. No, sure. So you got to open it, right? She has to come I in and pretend. I have to see you open the door. <laughs> and it's so good. The dog has to see her pretend to open it. It's like, oh, now I can come in. He's not moving. He goes, no, I got the screen Play right this here. whole thing out one more time. Let's see here. Yeah. Uh, let me get you in. That, right? that better, bud? Gonna, oh, okay, okay, there we go. There we go. Yeah, that is awesome. That is excellent. So good. How do they survive, right? We love this. Pandas again. Where the guy just come. I, I, yeah. Uh, there are no words here. I'm no. Just... No. Whoops. No. I thought I, I had another one I sent it. I thought that's what it was. We got another one the other day of the guys, the, the pandas playing at the zoo, and he just falls down off the, uh, like, the, the what he's climbing. You know, the toys in the playground, whatever it is. A human in, being in the gets zoo, lo- so locked right. up for acting yeah. like a panda. Absolutely, yeah. Six-pack in them at all times. Can you top this, folks? FTM at VEASAN.com. Your worst beat ever. Yesterday was the anniversary of the Robin Ventura beat. The Mets are playing the Braves in Game 5 of the NLCS. Ventura hits what would have been the first walk-off Grand Slam in postseason history. It would have been a, a 7-3 final. It was graded 4-3. They mobbed him, and they wouldn't allow him to get to second base. Instead of the walk-off granny to make it 7-3 and put it over, 
Mets win 4-3. It was a walk-off Grand Slam single. Yeah. <laughs> Total was. Uh, all time. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. They wouldn't let them get to second base. They mobbed right. them. Right. I mean, how bad is that beat? That That's that's all time bad. No, that's all time. That's on the list for all time. Yeah. No doubt. That's yeah. like belt bowl bad. Correct. You know? Yep. And uh, one lose some as well. Art Miller in Michigan. Heard the bank story yesterday where the gal wanted to pull out 50000 from her trust. And they said, well, I wouldn't give you 50s. I don't, first of all, they said, I don't know if we have it. But he goes, I went to pull out 10K from my trust. They said, we don't have it. He said, you're a bank. It's 10000 Manager finally comes over and says, well, we can give it to you, but in 20s. But, you know, it's going to take a long time to count, Art. He goes, you better start counting. And he did, and eventually, but that's... No, we got feedback on that all day long, that banks don't keep that much money. You were asking right. about that response, right? I was surprised. They're like, well, let yeah, me see if we yeah. have it. You're like, yeah. wait a second, you are a bank, and then people from across the country are like, yeah, they don't, they don't have that much cash on hand. That's wild. That's, uh, but here, here, poor guy Art. Art's only asking for ten thousand, and they got to give it to him in twenties. I just don't. That's the ties into the ATM right. about what happened to the hundred dollar bills coming out. All four major sports in action. The NBA starts Tuesday. No better time than to be a sports better. Sign up now, get the full Veasan Pro access. Everything we do through May first for one hundred and twenty dollars. Daily best bets, unlimited access to the betting splits, exclusive betting content for the playoffs, college football, and the rest of the NFL season. Don't miss this limited time offer. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Sign up now. Okay, so you've brought this up a couple of times on the air. I have uh, immediately poo-pooed it every single time. Is it wishful thinking on your part that Aaron Rodgers might come back and play this year? Or do you think there's actually a chance? There's a chance. He's 40 years old. Yeah. But with that guy, I throw it out just because he's so hell-bent on doing this and his voodoo magic and stuff he would have up his sleeve. And uh, it, would, it, would, it would have to be, to me, second round of the playoffs. Okay, so no regular season action at that point. I, that's right. But, that, I mean, you, you look at this, Cam though. Cam came back in December. Yeah, four, four months? Approximately four months. Right, so you have that. That's the one thing, that it's been done before. But you just see how ahead of schedule he is, and the guy's not even – I mean, he just had the procedure, and he's throwing the ball, walking around, no crutches. Mm. So I, I, this would be a wild story. This really would be something. If it's – forget about oh, I'll be ready. I mean, imagine if he dangles that carrot. If it comes out in a month, hey, we make the playoffs, I will be there for wild card weekend, rest assured. I'll be ready to go. Okay, so this was Rodgers yesterday on Pat McAfee's show on ESPN – giving us an injury update. Look, I think we're, we're kind of way ahead, Pat, in just even saying that. There's there's just markers. You know, you saw me walk without crutches and throw on the field. Like, that's another marker is going to be jogging. And then another marker is going to be going through a pregame workout, probably, and get on the practice field. And all these are going to take time. It's not just going to be, you know, boom, 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 boom. There's, there's critical markers that I have to hit uh, as far as single leg strength and and uh, being able to do heel raises and being able to uh, do explosive movements. And, and these are all progressions that take time. Okay. So I think that's a very logical answer there and some feedback from Aaron Rodgers in the middle of the rehab right now. DraftKings has the comeback player of the year market on the board. They keep it up again pretty much the entire week. Um, we've made the case for DeMar Hamlin the entire year. He's played some special team snaps on the season. He's minus 170. Uh, Peter King said before the season started, if he takes one snap, that's it. It's over with. Hamlin's going to come back. He'll win the award. DraftKings has Aaron Rodgers at 90 to 1. And mm-hmm. a lot of people, because we're going to do the pizza bets today coming up in about an hour, people were saying, what do you think? Can Rodgers come back? If he, if he pulls this off, 90 to 1. I'll have that in pocket in uh, late December, early January. Well, it's a regular season award. So the guy would have to take snaps. I, I, yeah, I right. find it very difficult to believe he's going to be back by the regular season. Just, I mean, it's it's an Achilles here, and based on the you have history, hope with the camp, you have hope with the cam anchors, though. I, I but guess, yeah. but al- but also I can't yeah. in the back of my mind. I mean, the guy is almost forty years old. Yeah, Acres was still is still you know early mid twenties, so that to me is a huge difference. I, but I mean, the signs are there. Like it looks good out there without the crutches. Is it is it worth betting right now, ninety to one, just in case? I, I, yeah, there's nothing wrong with putting pizza money on that. Nothing wrong with it. You, you want to root for the story, and if he could come back. Uh, that, that's the other thing. Always get, it, 
Yeah. I mean, he played two plays. Then if he comes back, you're talking early January? I still would take him 30%. 30% Rodgers over 100% of Zach Wilson, no doubt. But well, you, you got to think about this for a second. What, what if... So, if there's an idea of him coming back for the playoffs, that would tell you the Jets are playing well and winning a bunch of games. What if Wilson is actually not turning the ball over and looking okay? You park it. I don't... Does it matter? No, doesn't you can't, matter. You can't lose your job that's, due to injury, huh? No, he's terrible. L- little Marty Schottenheimer in you today. Yeah, right. Well, I got the, one of the best quarterbacks ever against the worst quarterback in the league. Oh, no, starters, no, no, I'm so. saying under this scenario, Zach Wilson would not be well, the worst quarterback in the league anymore. St- starting quarterback, yes. Just because you win games, you can't say, well, great job, Zach. Well, I mean, I, the Philly was minus four in a turnover battle. He had 170 yards. I mean, they can't... Sure. Um, he also played well against Kansas City. Yeah. You know, and I'm saying, Paul, if if he does show signs of actually being, you know, capable here at the quarterback position, because you're not, I mean, if you, winning all these games 10-3 is probably not going to be possible. The defense can't do that well, every single other, week. That's the other discussion. I don't think it's going to happen anyways. This, they can't sustain this and keep this up. At some point, the offense is going to have to score. Or did you just pound it to Brees Hall and he goes off? But it's... Uh, yeah, so the I offensive can't. line injuries, too, yes. are just, you know, yes. so, stacking up. Yeah, so if it's still, guys, get me there in January, I'll be available. I don't think that's going to be the case either. I just think the AFC is too strong, and I'll be shocked if the Jets have a winning record when it's all said and done. Their win total is still six and a half. Yeah, that'll tell you, right? So you bet that under a couple of weeks back, yeah. they've won two straight, still six, they've just changed the juice on it now. Still six and a half. Mm-hmm. I know they'd love to have the Patriot game back. Oh, no doubt. Losing that's ridiculous. No doubt. Cannot lose that game. And you've lost 15 in a row to them. So. Yeah. But, I mean, it's hard to look. I mean, yes, Giants, the home, the, the game against the Giants, the Raider game. You look at every schedule, every game on the schedule and say, okay, they can win that or they can lose that. But that's when you can't score. And you have a, quarter, a quarterback question that that's that's right, college happen. football pat 40 up next what would be the pecking order of one lost teams and he might go scorched earth on oregon coach dan lanning that's next on follow the money is visa and the sports betting network this is follow the money on visa before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com to check the current betting sports data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? It's updated with DraftKings odds every five minutes. Find out where the public's betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Betting splits, another way we're here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check it out every game, vcin.com. Pat Forty does a great job covering college football for Sports Illustrated. He's kind enough to join us here early on a Wednesday morning. Uh, hello, Pat. How are you? Hey, I'm doing well, guys. Uh, in the middle of the football season, it's getting intense. It's getting really, really good at this yes. point. Uh, you were up in Seattle for the Washington-Oregon game on Saturday. Great atmosphere, great game. Two really, really good teams. Your columns this week, your, your write-ups on Dan Lanning have been unbelievable. What were you thinking live when he kept going for it? Rather, like the, the thing at halftime, uh, and I'm sitting there watching the game with nothing but you know, long-time Husky season ticket holders, and they're just like, what is this guy doing? Yeah, I, I was astounded. I really was. I, I, you could arguably make a case for one or two of go, the go for it's on fourth down. Certainly not all three and in a vacuum at the time. And it wasn't, you know, hindsight waiting for results. Every time when they did not send out the kicking team, I was like, that's a bad decision. That's a bad decision. Yeah. That's a bad decision. Um, yeah, the one before halftime, you, you literally were just, giving away a gift three points when you were going to turn around and get uh, the ball again to start the second half. Then the one uh, in the second, early in the second half, uh, that, that one was maybe a little bit more debatable, but again, fourth and three, same situation. Do you have a play or not? And then the last fourth and three, I'm sorry. I don't care what the analytics say. Uh, I think that you were giving uh, Washington a better chance than Washington deserved to have at that point. Yes, well said. And you kept all the receipts, and you just point out time and time again, this guy refuses to kick field goals, and it's kind of like the Staley thing with the Chargers. If this keeps blowing up in your face, why do you keep doing it? Exactly. That's the thing. If, if you're good at it, fine. Yes. If you're not good at it, stop doing it. 
uh, you know, and they had been eight out of 10 on fourth down so far this year, but they were all against bad teams in low stress situations where they were already winning games. These are, you know, high leverage fourth downs against a good team uh, in pressure situations on the road, and you didn't execute. And when you don't execute, that, that it no longer becomes some, you know, analytic question in a vacuum. It becomes a needless gamble that you're taking when you don't have to. Yes. Well said. Now, it was a huge loss, but they're not out of it. Certainly with the issues that USC faces, uh, they figure to win that game, and I wouldn't be shocked if Oregon runs the table. How do you see the Pac-12 regular season playing out, and do we get an Oregon-Washington rematch? Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked. Sure wouldn't. I mean, it's it's just a colossally great season in the Pac-12. Um, <clears throat> but I do think those are probably the two best teams, but I still say keep an eye out on... Oregon State, mm-hmm. um, you know, very good balanced team. They're good on defense. They're good on offense. They can run. They can throw. And, of course, you can't count out Utah. Um, they've had just been ravaged by injuries. But historically, Kyle Whittingham teams get better as the season goes along. Um, I think they will beat USC this weekend because they're the exact team USC hates to see. They're physical. They're tough. They can yeah. Uh, they play good defense. They run the ball. And so, you know, I think that Utah, we'll see where they stand at the end, but, but nobody's going to want to play Utah in the next month. Well, I was listening to your podcast, College Football Inquirer, and uh, you said something interesting about things are about to get expensive in College Station. What, uh, you think they're, they're, they've seen enough here as they lose another game and, and what that astronomical buyout would be to Fisher? Yeah, I think conversations are underway. Um, you know, the, the buyout is like $70, $77 million, $78 million, which is just mind-boggling. But I think they can come up with the money. Oh. And, yeah, I mean, we'll see. I, I'm not sure they've arrived at the decision yet, but I think if they, if they get there and say, we are making a change, then I think they have enough people to step up and say, yep, here you go. Here's some money to make it happen. So the, the last... Was it five or six games here for A and M are just are going to be vital, and then they're going to have to win at least one of two difficult games against I think it's at Ole Miss and at LSU, in addition to winning all the other games. Most delusional fan base, uh, what they one ten win season since ninety nine. That's the thing. I mean, you know, Texas A and M wants to pretend they're Alabama, and they're not. Mm-hmm. They never have been. Uh, but they've they've spent money and they've built facilities like an Alabama, uh, and so they expect the the winds to come along with them. And I, I guess I don't blame them. There, you're you're sitting in East Texas. You're 90 minutes from Houston. You are on a gold mine of talent. You've invested heavily in everything you need to win, and they still don't win. So uh, you know I, I can understand the frustration there, but also the track record says that, that it doesn't change. You know mm-hmm. they they don't have sustained periods of major success. Now, let's stick in that conference for a second here, and we don't know what's going to happen ultimately here with Brock Bowers, but let's say that Alabama beats Georgia in the SEC title game. Both those teams are 12-1. and Where would Alabama be in your pecking order of one-loss teams at that point, assuming it's either like Oregon or Washington out of the Pac-12? These Big Ten teams have a loss and the same thing in the Big 12. Yeah, boy, it gets really interesting. Um, I, I'm, they should be behind Texas, that's for sure. Texas beat them in Tuscaloosa by 10 points. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, if, if, if Texas can win a rematch with Oklahoma in the Big 12 championship game, they should be behind them. Uh, beyond that, I, I, boy, I, I, as of right now at this moment, I would like a one-loss Pac-12 team more than I would like Alabama. Yes. You know, now, if Alabama – takes down Georgia and is, if Georgia's undefeated and Alabama beats Georgia, especially if Brock Bowers has come back by then, then that's going to be about as good a win as anybody has, because obviously nobody's beaten Georgia in a long, long time. Mm-hmm. But I just, I, I don't love this Alabama team. I mean, you guys have watched them. They're, sure. they're a good defensive team. They're a yes. wildly inconsistent offensive team. They've, one of the most sacked quarterbacks in the country, Jalen Milrow. Uh, sometimes he plays great. Sometimes he plays poorly. 
So I, I just don't love this team a whole lot. Mm-hmm. And a lot's going to happen here in the next month in the Big Ten, and you'll be at the game at Columbus. We all know all the numbers here with Franklin against Ohio State and on the road against top ten, top five teams. What do you think of Ohio State, Penn State? Yeah, it's time for James Franklin to win this game. It really is. Uh, you know, they, he's lost six in a row to Ohio State. He's one and eight against Ohio State. They've got the team to do it. Ohio State is not vintage Ohio State, much as Alabama is vintage Alabama. And, you know, I think that the matchups generally are good for them. You know, I, I think that the one thing where, you know, the, the, the guy they don't have is a Marvin Harrison, but Notre Dame showed you can, you can limit Marvin Harrison. Um, you know, they, I, and Penn State has a really good secondary, so I wouldn't be surprised if they put bracket coverage on him and say somebody else do it and dare uh, Kyle McCord to try to throw it into double coverage to, mm. to Marvin Harrison. You know, the one thing, both the quarterbacks, uh, McCord and Drew Aller, first-year starters, they've both done well, but they've both also played pretty low-risk football. And eventually, you got to probably take some risks. Uh, McCord's thrown one interception in the first game of the year, hadn't thrown one since then. Aller has not thrown one as a, as a college player, period. Um, we'll see. Does anybody make a critical mistake in that game or not? But I expect it to sure. go down to the wire. I think Penn State's good enough. Mm, good breakdown. Uh, you had a great line Sunday. Should Ferentz get an extension or be fired? They might go 11-1 <laughs> and one here. They threw for 37 yards and won a game. 37 yards. The fewest for Iowa since 1981 <laughs> and won a game. I mean, the numbers on this team are just mind-boggling. They're, they're not just the worst offensive team in the country. They're one of the worst power conference offensive teams we've ever seen. And they're, they're winning. I mean, it's amazing. Uh, like Phil Parker, they should build a statue to him in Iowa City, <laughs> the defensive coordinator. Uh, but then Brian Ferentz, coach's son, is on the other side. And they've had a lot of injuries. Cade McNamara quarterback, both their tight ends. And when you lose your tight ends in the Iowa offense, you you might as well need a seeing eye dog. You got nothing. No kidding. So, <laughs> you know, they, they are, <laughs> they're handicapped to a large degree with what they've got, but still, uh, you would think they'd be able to conjure up some kind of offense here. I, I expect them now to win the big 10 West and then go and get absolutely pulverized in the uh, the Big Ten Championship game again. Yeah, that, again. that's exactly where I was going to go next. It's all fun and games until this Iowa team has to play either Michigan, Ohio State, or Penn State. Yeah, uh, we saw what happened when they played Penn State. That was 31 nothing, and they had 33 offensive snaps. <laughs> yeah. So it would be similarly bad against the other two. Uh, well done. You're the best. Appreciate it, sir. Hey, my pleasure, guys. Enjoy the weekend. You Thanks, got Pat. it. Enjoy the game. He uh, covers college football and basketball for Sports Illustrated and the College Football Inquirer podcast as well. Excellent. Going to all the big games. Sure. One right after another every single week. This is the year, he says. Got to do it. Yeah, I would have. Yeah. What they're paying you? That guy that... makes a lot of money. Oh. He's, he's got to win one of these. Absolutely. I agree. All right. We'll look at the best and worst NFL and college teams ATS with totals. Three teams remain undefeated and they're covering on average by a strong amount. We'll tell you who they are next on Follow the Money. It's Visa, the Sports Betting Network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, then look no further than the Marketing School podcast hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast in the United States and number 15 on business in the United States. And it has amazing guests such as Alex Hormozzi, Layla Hormozzi, Cody Sanchez. We pull in these amazing interviews with other people that are not only great marketers, but actual operators. And the icing on the cake is Neil and myself were also operators as well. So we share learnings 
from the trenches. We share secrets that we otherwise wouldn't be sharing with other people, and we also share other advantages that will help you get ahead of your competition. So all you have to do is listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math and Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season remind us to embrace change and fearlessly look toward the future. Like Andrew Jarecki, award-winning filmmaker and creator of Movie Phone. The studios didn't really control the theaters. The theaters didn't control the studios. And I thought, well, there's a window in here where I could make things easier for the consumer and also make something that would be very useful for the industry. Or Kellen Kenny, Chief Marketing and Growth Officer at AT&T, who installed fiber in customers' houses rather than leading from afar. It is so crucial that you spend time with the customers. That is the best lesson. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Don't forget DraftKings Sportsbook this season. New customers can bet $5 and pocket $200 in bonus bets instantly. All customers get a no-sweat same-game parlay every day. Download the app. Use promo code FOLLOW. When you sign up, DraftKings Sportsbook, the crown is yours. All right, we do this every week during the football season to give you an update on the best teams in the NFL and college ATS and with uh, totals over or under your best teams in the NFL against the spread so far. No, no surprise here. The Miami Dolphins, they're five and one. The Lions are also five and one. Both those teams are covering by more than a touchdown per week. The Rams are four, one and one. And then you have a slew of teams at four and two in the NFL. Um, ATS, your worst teams in the league against the spread. Denver, oh, five and one. And on average, they are missing the cover by 11.1 points per game. Are you going to be involved in this game against uh, Green Bay? Oh, no. No yeah. chance. Too many other games no to way. bet on. Yeah. I, I, th- this Rex Ryan thing's intriguing. The reports that he's going to come in and take over D.C. Like, not after the year. Not like now. No, that's like mid-season. That's, yeah, that he would come in. So this Joseph's job could be on the line. Well, I think it's, he should have been gone a while ago anyway. Yeah, you yeah. give up 70 points to Miami and uh-huh. they left points on the field. Uh, you should probably be gone. Panthers are 0-5-1 ATS. They're missing by uh, six points per game. Think about, okay, again, not only are these teams really, really bad, they're also catching a lot of points and, you know, usually every single week they can't cover them. Yeah, good call. The, the Patriots but. are, you can't even watch the Patriots play football. They're so bad. No. They're 1-5 in five ATS. They're missing on average by 11.8 points per game. The Giants finally showed up. Coulda, woulda, shoulda won that game on Sunday night. That's the only game they've covered the entire year. Yeah. Patriots, 1-5, as you mentioned, first time since 95. Biggest home dog. You got to go back to 2001. They played the Rams. They were getting eight, I think, in that game. Covered. Oh, they played but the Rams was, in the regular season yes. of the year. That, okay. As I recall, I think that was like, wow, we're pretty good here. We hung in here against the greatest show on turf. Maybe we have some. And then that was the Super Bowl. Uh-huh. Um, but this this is, yeah, it, it's a disaster with uh, New England. And I, the other thing, I want to see what Carolina looks like off the bye now and that Reich turned over play calling duties. Sure. Uh, the Falcons are also 1-5. The Bears and the Saints are 1-4-1. One, ATS, your best teams to the over in the NFL. The Bears are 5-1 and one on average, going over by 6.2 points per game. Last week, their first under, uh, that was kind of a windy game. Other teams here that are 4-2, and two, Miami, and they're going over on average by 14.7 points per game. Denver's 4-2 and two over, Indy, Arizona, and San Francisco, all 4-2 and two to the over. Your best under teams, and this is where it's really good, the NFL. Your Saints, 6-0. and oh. On average, staying under by more than a touchdown. Yep. Yep. And how about this? So we had a 13-2 and two under run in week six. Was it nine, nine teams won a game scoring under 21 points? Now and, that's and, when you know the NFL yeah. is in a different place than it has been in period, uh, previous years, right? 
Unders keep cashing. And as you're about to run down, it's not just the Saints. There's a ton of teams that are on a nice under run. Yeah, here's the list of teams that are 5-1 and one under so far on the year. Raiders, Falcons, Titans, Ravens, Giants, Vikings, Patriots. And those teams are all staying under on average by more than four points per week. Tampa Bay is 4-1 and one under, staying under by 7.2 points per week. Pittsburgh, 4-1 and one to the under, staying under by about a field goal. Now, one of the odds makers going to adjust because they're still hanging 40s on these teams. Well, I mean, again this week. And then you see look, look at all the movement. We talked about this, like seven, yeah. eight games. Yep. That's how it has to be. I agreed with all those moves that come out. And the screen was yep. lighting up and everyone's betting the audience. When you see 60% of the games have gone under and we're just coming off a 13-2 and two run. I mean, you're, like I've been saying all year, how, with some of these teams, and you watch them, these bad offenses, you can't put up 39s, 41s in these no, games. No, I would say there are probably two, two, two or three teams where you could make a case for if they played each other, the total should be in the 50s, right? When the Dolphins are involved in a game, have to be, right? I would say the Bears with a healthy Justin Fields because the defense is so bad, and with him they might be able to score some points, and then the Broncos because of the defense. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I mean, look at yeah. the look at the Chiefs Chargers game again this week. Lined in the fifties. Nope, that's dropped. That's moved now a good three four points to the total. As it should have. I don't think you can put Chiefs games in the fifties today. Uh huh. Well, but they get the Dolphins in a couple but weeks. That's well, certainly yeah. But also every Charger game, you figure there could, there's going to be a seven minute drive. He's going to go for it, pass on points, yeah. stall at the five yard, and, line. and more than likely not get it. Correct. Okay. Uh, best college teams ATS. Three teams are undefeated. Oklahoma, UNLV, and Penn State, all 6-0. and Oklahoma and UNLV are covering by more than 12 points per game still. That's awesome, yep. midway through the season. And I agree with Pat. Oklahoma blocks Alabama if they went out, and Texas blocks Alabama if, if the things play out that way. Now, they, they, Oklahoma's got to win out, or Texas has to win out and get them in the rematch, but that's Oklahoma doesn't have a great resume. But uh, Venable's doing a great job, and we'll see if they can keep this up. You think they're going to lose a game regular season? Yeah. Okay, we'll see. But uh, great turnaround here that a team, as we'll talk about, was 66-1 to in the summer. I will say this. I'm not going to be surprised if 12-1 Alabama gets in over 12-1 Texas. Oh, that'd just be a crime. I can recall. I'll take you back. 2008. I'm on the air here locally in Las Vegas, screaming at the top of my lungs. Texas beat Oklahoma that year, 45-35. They were awesome. Oklahoma was very good, too. Texas closed the season with one of the most difficult gauntlets I could ever remember, playing ranked team after ranked team after ranked team. They lost at Texas Tech at the gun on a miraculous catch by Michael Crabtree. And I'm yelling at people, do not move Texas from your number one spot in the power ratings or the poll. You cannot do that. They have to remain number one. I don't care that they just lost. They dropped, and with a head-to-head win over Oklahoma in impressive fashion, no Oklahoma, doubt. Oklahoma, Oklahoma played in the national title game that year. Yeah. And I'm just like, this, how, what are you doing? Yeah, that'd be historically bad. I went to your place, and like Pat said, I beat you by double digits and scored 34, and your resume stinks too, Alabama, So, huh. as of now. So, I mean, you beat Arkansas by more than three. Let's start there. Yeah, I think Oklahoma's not going to. That's... That's be not fun to happen. watch, yeah. And I, I'm also convinced, like, how many undefeated teams are we going to have at the end of the year? Well, know this. Alabama, One? yeah, Alabama needs chaos. That They have to start with that. Who knows? You might be right, but that's, I don't see a Florida State loss. Well, here's the thing. Uh, Alabama has to run the table, and that's, that's, big that's not going to be that's big easy. Enough. Yeah. Um, best, uh, let's see here. Uh, beyond those three teams, Oregon's still 5-0-1, so they're, they have that, uh, you know, unblemished mark, but they did have a push this past week against Washington. And on average, you're covering by 10 points per game. Arizona, 6-1. and one. Great coaching job. Great under-the-radar story. They're covering on average by 11 points per game. Miami of Ohio, 6-1. and one. North Carolina, 5-1. and one, And some other teams on the list as well. Worst teams in college football, ATS. Vandy, uh, Vandy is 1-7. Temple, 1-6. Same as Illinois. Southern Miss, Minnesota, Georgia, Mississippi State, Baylor, Memphis, all in a list for worst teams covering numbers in college football. Your best college over teams. Well, okay. LSU is 7-0. We put them number one here because on average they're covering by 50, or going over by 15.8 points per game. Good it's, quarterback play. Yeah, can't stop anything. But again, the big story is Vandy. 8-0 to the over. 
I mean, this is yeah. <laughs> they keep doing it every week. No, LSU goes over by sixteen yeah. points per game. Vandy goes over by eight points. BC is five zero and one. UMass is seven and one over. Utah State six uh, and one over. By the way, going over on average by seventeen points per game. Wow, did not know that. The USC and the LSU, the Missouri. I mean, we've been on the Vandy thing all year, but the, yeah, certainly some of these are surprising. And Boise State, that's another one that yeah. surprises oh. me. Six and one to the over. Yeah. New Mexico's on the list. Colorado State, Central Florida, Pittsburgh, and BYU. And your best college under teams. There's Arizona again. Six and one to the under. Staying under by on an average by 8.9 points per game. Syracuse is six and one to the under. Ohio is 5-1-1, one, one, Paul, staying under by 12.9 points per week. Ohio State is 5-1 under. Utah, 5-1 to the under. Isn't that another good re- recipe here? Yep. Solid defense. Uh, yep, no, quarterback's out. Yep. 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 Uh, SMU, 5-1, Coastal Carolina, Arizona State, Georgia Southern, and Tulane are all 5-1 to the under as well. Mm-hmm. Very good. Good stuff. Everyone has an opinion. I love it. And we're 13 days away from the first TV show with the rankings. Reese Davis yesterday on ESPN. More likely that the Pac-12 gets two in I heard him say than, that. than zero. Yeah. Wow. What, what, what would be the scenario there? Washington is 12-0, playing 11-1 Oregon. Oregon beats them 31-30 in a rematch? I guess. And then you just, something, everything goes against the Big Ten. Georgia wins out. Do you get chaos in the I ACC? I, it's, all right. All right, this is VEASAN's Follow the Money on the DraftKings Network. Plenty more coming up today, including Gojo, Dan Lebertard, and Ross Tucker. Here at VEASAN, Paulie and I work with the sharpest betting experts in the business. You can go to the website, check out all the analysis at VEASAN.com, and follow the money as two more hours coming up on VEASAN. At the top of the hour, we'll talk to Ross Tucker. We'll find out if he thinks if uh, Trevor Lawrence is going to play in the game tomorrow night. That's next on Follow the Money. It's VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Su. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.